0: hello everyone welcome back to the podcast thank you for listening uh today I'm gonna be continuing on what I've been talking about kind of doing a little series here um, on faith and how to obtain the promises of God and so I encourage you to share this with a friend um especially the last podcast I talked about hope if you know someone that's hopeless that's discouraged I encourage you to share it with a friend share it on Instagram uh, and so today I'm gonna be getting more into the the next stage after you you know you talk about hope um, really what do you need in order to see the things that you hope for come into your reality. And that is faith. And so that's why I really want to get into the meat here of what is faith? Why is it so important? Um, and so I want to start off in Hebrews 11, which is like the main chapter in the Bible on faith. And it says in Hebrews 11:1, and this is the amplified version. It says now faith is the assurance, the confirmation the title deed of the things that we hope for being the proof of things we do not see and the conviction of their reality, faith perceiving as real fact, what is not revealed to the senses. So I, you know, and I'm going to break this down more, but, but really that's why it's so important. What I talked about in the last podcast about hope, because the Bible says that, that faith is the substance of the things that we hope for. So firstly, you have to have hope in order to even get into the whole realm of faith. And you know, why is faith so important? Well, the Bible says that this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So your faith as a believer is what's gonna cause you to be an overcomer. Your faith is your victory. And so that's why it's so important that we build our faith in every area of our life. And so it says here that faith is, one of the the phrases that I like, it says in the Amplify, it says, faith is the title deed of the things that we hope for. So what does that mean? If you think about it, it says the title deed or the confirmation. So faith is a substance that comes from the word of God. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Um, So it's a substance that's generated in your heart from the word of God. And it is like your confirmation or your title deed of something that you hope for. So, something that you hope for is something that you ha- don't yet see with your natural eyes. So maybe you're believing God to see a breakthrough in your family. You're believing God for for um, financial increase. You're believing God to, for a new job, whatever. So you have faith for you have faith. Um, faith is the confirmation or the title deed that you have. Something that you don't yet see in the natural, but you believe that you have it now. And so if you think about it like this, when you order something from, you know, Amazon, right? You order something, you pay for it, you put in there your shipping address and they email you a confirmation, right? And so that confirmation, and it's like your receipt, you already paid for it. Like it's done. Like it is yours, but you don't yet have it at your house because you're waiting for it to get here. So, but you have the email confirmation. And so that's kind of what faith is like. Faith is like the confirmation or the title deed that I own something. I have something. I don't yet see it in the natural. It's on its way here. It may not be here yet in the natural. I can't perceive it with my natural senses, but I believe that I have it now. I have it now. And really, what do you do? If you order something online and you believe, okay, two-day shipping is going to be here in two days, you will act accordingly and plan accordingly. Maybe it was something you need for, your, for I don't know, uh, you need a pot to put a plant in. Okay, well, you believe that you ordered that pot and it's going to show up right? And so you're going to move forward with going to pick out a plant and get the dirt and get what you need because you believe that you own that pot. It's not here yet, but you have the confirmation. So you act as if you have it, even though you can't see it quite yet. And so that's a good analogy of what faith is. Faith is the title deed. It is, it is, it is like you, you are... Fully convinced that it belongs to you, even though you are not able to see it with your natural eyes. And that's why it says, it says, faith perceives as real fact what is not yet revealed to the senses. And that's because faith comes from the word of God, which is something that exists in the spirit realm. If you listen to my podcast on getting to the spiritual roots, um, I talked about this whole idea of of that the word of God is working in the spiritual realm and we can't see those things right but it eventually manifests in the natural and so that's what it's important to understand about faith faith uh you have it now in the spirit and faith is what brings the things that you hope for that you can't see faith will bring those things out of the spirit realm into the natural realm and so I want to read another scripture to you. And this is Jesus saying this exact thing. This is in Mark eleven twenty four, 24. And I encourage you to go read that whole little part. I think I read it in one of my previous podcasts. But Jesus said that if you, he said, you know, you can speak to the mountain, you can ask for whatever you wish. And it's, he said, if you believe that you have it, then you will have it let that sink in. Jesus said, if you believe that you have it currently right now in the present, then you will have it. (laughs) You will actually have it in the natural. That's what it means. And so literally this is like, this is the whole mystery of faith. Faith, faith calls the things that are not as though they are. Faith calls the things that are not as though they are. So even though you may not feel healed, your body may have pain, right? You believe that because of what Jesus has done, that by the stripes of Jesus, you are healed. So faith declares, I am healed. Faith declares what what it believes, that the word of God says. And so I want to read to you another scripture also. This is in Hebrews 4, and this is going to help you understand um, the importance of, of this. Because, you know, it's so simple, too, and really this is what changed my life. Faith, The faith message changed my life, period. The faith message rocked my world, period. And so that's why I'm very passionate about it, because when I realized it is actually very simple, How do you make the word of God work for you? You have to actually believe it. The reason that it's not working for you is because you don't actually believe it yet. And I'm not talking about mental assent because a lot of, most Christians, they mentally agree with the word. So they would say that you would say, oh yeah, I believe that. Oh yeah, I believe that. But if you really, really believe something, you're going to speak accordingly. You're going to act accordingly. And it's going to be made manifest in your life. Why? Because God is not a man that he should lie. So if he said, if you believe that you have it, then you will have it. If he said that, you know, uh, God is always right. And so, you know, it's that's why you have to understand with the word of God, you for the word to work for you, you have to actually believe that it is true. Do you actually believe that the Lord is your shepherd and that you lack nothing? Because people quote that all the time. If you believe that you lack nothing, Why do people go around, Christians go around talking about, you know, I just can't do that because I just don't have this. They, they actually magnify lack as if they, they are in lack, you know, but you have to understand that, you know, and it's so important not to get religious with things. And and Jesus said, you make the word of God. He told the religious folks, you make the word of God of no effect because of your vain traditions. Because of our traditions, our religious traditions, we hear the word over and over again. But I want you to ask yourself today, do you really believe when next time you go to read your Bible, I want you to ask yourself, do you really believe that this is true? And if you really genuinely believed that, how would you act and how would you speak from here on out? And so this is exactly what it talks about in in, uh, Hebrews 4. Hebrews 4 This is, this changed my life. Hebrews 4, 2. It says, for indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as to them, but the word which they heard did not profit them. Why? Because he says it was not mixed with faith in those who heard it. Selah. This is it right here, folks. This is it right here. Okay, this is it right here. This is everything. He says the gospel was preached to the gospel's preached to tons of people. The promises of God have been preached to tons of people. But he's saying that there is a group of people that the word of God, the promises of God, didn't actually benefit them or profit them at all because they didn't mix it with faith. They heard it with their natural ears but it went in one ear and out the other. They didn't hear it with the ear of the spirit. They heard it with their natural ears. And, you know, people sit in church and they may hear about healing. They may hear that God has a great plan for their life. They may hear about restoration and they feel a little hopeful, but because they don't mix it with faith, they can't take those, those hopeful things into their reality. Right? The word of God is of no benefit to you if you don't mix it with your faith. And what is faith? Like I said, faith is believing. It's the confirmation, it's the title deed that you perceive as real fact, something that you don't yet see with your your natural eyes or feel. You know? So, this is why this is so important. If you want the word of God to benefit your life, if you want to experience the promises of God, the promises of God are for everyone. Literally. Um, he says here, he says in the next verse in Hebrews four and verse three, he says, but we who have believed do enter that rest or the promised land, the promise of God. Um, and he says, and so I swore my wrath that they shall not enter my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. What is he talking about? The Israelites were not able to enter into the promised land because of unbelief. They didn't believe what God was promising to them, right? So they weren't able to ever experience what God promised them. They heard about it, heard the promises. Everything was great. They heard the good news. Hallelujah. We've been redeemed from Egypt. And that's many people, they've been delivered from sin. They're saved. They're on their way to heaven. They've heard about the promises of God. They've heard about the promised land, but because of unbelief, they were not able to enter into the promised land. They were never able to actually taste of the promises of God. But he says, even though the works were finished from the foundation of the world. And that's exactly what I talked about on my podcast entitled, You Already Have It. Because all these promises of God, everything that God has in store for you, it's already done. Really, technically, as a believer, it already belongs to you. The problem is accessing it by faith. You have to access it by faith. So the work is finished. It's not even that your faith is moving God. God has already made all things available freely by his grace, and there's nothing you can do to earn it. It's all available to you. What faith does is all faith does is actually it takes something that already belongs to you in the spiritual realm and it takes it and brings it into your life, into the natural. That's what your faith does. And so this is just, it's so important. The word of God, everything that you hear preached to you, you have to understand that it's only going to benefit you if you mix it with faith. And it's actually very simple. All you have to do is actually believe it and act and speak accordingly. Um, and I had another uh, scripture I was thinking about with that. There's really so many scriptures, honestly, that I could say right now. But Isaiah 53, 1, this is like just another example. Isaiah 53, That whole chapter is about the redemptive work of Christ, everything that he's purchased for you. He's purchased for you freedom from pain, freedom from sickness, freedom from disease. He's purchased for you peace of mind. He's purchased for you freedom from guilt and shame. He's purchased righteousness for you. He's purchased prosperity for you. He's purchased all of these glorious, amazing things on the cross. He was beat. He was whipped. He was crushed in your place. So everything in Isaiah 53, it's, it starts off, how do you access those things? Isaiah 53, verse 1. It says, to whom has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? The arm of the Lord is a type of the power of God. So he says, Who has believed our report? So to the person that actually believes this report, that is the person that the arm of the Lord or the power of the Lord is going to be made manifest to that person. So when you believe Isaiah 53, and I'm talking about really believe it, when it becomes a revelation to you, it becomes real to you. You begin to, you have faith. You mix it with faith. When you mix Isaiah 53 with your faith, he says to that person, will the power of this message actually be manifested? So when you access, when you mix the word of God with faith, there is a power, there, the power of God is made manifest to you to bring that reality into your life. So you see, there's a direct correlation of your believing the report of the Lord and you experiencing the manifestation of the power of the report of the Lord, right? And so, mm, this is just, this this is too good. So it goes with, so believing is how you access the benefit of the word of God. So now I want to address another thing because, you know, people can get kind of tripped up with the faith message and people can fall into like, okay, I just need a, I need to muster up faith. I need a muster up faith so that I can get something from God. God needs me to have faith, X, Y, Z, whatever. And you can kind of get over, you can even get over into the flesh with all this stuff, trying to work yourself up into some kind of whatever. So what I want to conclude with, because this is actually very important I want you to understand that under the covenant of grace, which I talk about grace all the time on my podcast, we are under the new covenant of grace. In this covenant, God is not demanding from you, but God is rather supplying to you. That's what it means to be under the grace of God, that God is not demanding faith from you. He's actually supplying faith to you. And you have to get that straight in your head. God is not demanding faith from you. God is actually the one that is supplying faith to you. Faith is a gift. The Bible says that to each one has been given a measure of faith. So faith is a gift from God. It's not something that you can strive and work up in the flesh. Okay. Okay. So, you have to understand that firstly, God is not demanding faith from you. He is actually supplying faith to you. God is supplying you with everything you need to live a a life, an overcoming life, to live a life where you are experiencing the promises of God. God is supplying to you. So, but let's break this down here. If faith is a gift, and where does faith come from? The Bible says that faith comes by hearing hearing by the word, the Rama word of God, the spoken word. So faith comes by, not just reading your Bible, faith comes by the voice of God, which is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is actually the voice of God. So it's, it's, uh, when the Holy Spirit makes that word come alive. Maybe you're reading your Bible and a scripture, you know, jumps off the page at you. That becomes a rhema word. It's like, man, the Holy Spirit's speaking that word to me. It's more than just, you know, a textbook, you know. So the rhema word of God, the word that God speaks, that's why he says in Hebrews 3, right before that whole thing that I just read in Hebrews 4 about you have to mix it with faith. He says, if today you hear my voice, do not harden your hearts. Why? Because the voice of God is what imparts faith to you. The voice of God is the the highway or the vehicle that brings the gift of faith to you, into your heart. The voice of God imparts to you faith, which is a gift. So it comes from God. Faith comes from God. It comes from his voice. It comes from the Holy Spirit revealing his word to you. But I want you to understand that if someone has a gift to give you, okay, say your friend wants to give you a gift, okay, and God wants to give you this gift, but you never go hang out with your friend. You never go spend time with them. Well, how the heck are they going to give you that gift? Because they, they haven't seen you. They haven't seen you in weeks, months. Haven't talked to you. Haven't really communicated with you. Y'all haven't had any contact, so that person can't give you the gift. Even if they have a gift for you, how can you receive it unless you spend time with that person? And it's the same way with faith and with God. If you want to have more faith, you have to spend time with God. You have to spend time in his word. Spend time in prayer where you can actually receive his voice, where you can hear his voice. Open up your heart to the voice of God because that f- faith comes as a gift from God, but you have to spend time with him if you're, you're gonna receive it. You have to position yourself to receive from the Lord. God is not forcing anything on us. We have to position ourselves to receive faith, to receive the voice of God because the more that you're hearing the voice of God, the more that the word of God is being revealed to you and you become more and more convinced that what God said is true because it's not just you read it in a book. It's as real as if God himself stood in your room and spoke it to you. It's becoming more and more real, right? The word's becoming more and more real. It's no longer just like, oh yeah, I believe I'm healed. You, you begin, it's as if God himself is telling you by my stripes, you were healed, right? So it's becoming more and more real and that and now it's becoming, okay, I may not feel healed, but I genuinely believe that I am healed. Why? Because you're having that revelation. You're receiving the voice of God on that subject. So now you've crossed over into into. I have the title deed. I have the confirmation. I have the assurance of the things that I hope for, the evidence and the proof of things I can't see. The proof that I am healed is my faith in the fact that by his stripes, I was healed. And so your faith is gonna make that your reality. I hope this is making sense. I hope this is making sense. And I probably, I may do another podcast to continue on this subject because there is so much to say, but I just want to encourage you. It really is simple. To whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Is that, is the person that believes the report of the Lord. So I encourage you today to stir up your faith, to actually believe when you're reading your Bible, I want you to ask yourself, if I really believed this, how would I speak and how would I act accordingly? And as you do that, as you mix the word that you hear with faith, it's going to take the things that you hope for and it's going to bring it into your reality. It's going to make the word of much benefit to you. And I believe that you're going to begin to walk in the promises of God in Jesus' mighty name. guys, this is Victoria. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and make sure that you subscribe, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening and I pray that these podcasts will continue to be a blessing to you.